0: Today we're chatting with Sylvie Palladino. Now she's one of the girls you may have seen on the telly singing on the Christmas carols and she's also sung at the NRL and AFL Grand Finals. She's performed for the Olympics in Beijing. She's travelled all around the world. She's got an amazing voice and an amazing story to share with us today. Welcome to the show, Sylvie. How are you? I'm very well, Matt. How are you? Wonderful. It's so good to finally connect with you. Uh, Now for those who don't know your story, tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about how you first got into singing as a young. Oh,
1: well... That was many, many years ago, Matt. Um, I was nine when I started singing uh, and just did it for the love of it. Um, so I started singing lessons and um, it was the one thing I found that I was naturally good at. And um, so I, I just did that. I, I got into a, a band when I was 12 as their lead vocalist and we used to uh, perform at weddings and being Italian, there's always a function to go to. So we were very busy um, engagements and a Anniversaries, baptisms, all sorts of things, Um, and then from that I was asked to sing a song um, for the Italian Song Festival here in Melbourne, which I did, and I won that competition. A week later, um, I won the grand final of Young Talent Time. In those days, this was 1986. uh, They had Talent Discoveries one a week, and so I, I done the heat, and um, I was into the grand final, and I won it. And from that, it sort of springboarded me into this industry that I'm in now, um, very much by accident. I actually wanted to be a hairdresser.
0: Oh, did you really? I
1: did, yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, I come from a very simple um, family, immigrants that came in the 50s um, that have struggled all their life, and, and so we never had any grand ideas of you know, what we could do with our lives. It was just about sort of, you know, getting by. Mm -hmm. And so the idea of being a singer didn't even enter into my mind. Um, And it sort of happened just through, you know, winning this competition that, that it sort of came about. So um, I wanted to be a contemporary singer um, as a teenager and fell into musical theatre and that's sort of where my career, I suppose, you know, sort of took off. Um, I started in Les Mis and and um, I was blessed to travel to London and perform on the West End there. Um, I then went into Cats, Miss Saigon, Hair, Mamma Mia... Um, you know, The King and I, what else have I done? Our Chess, lots of different shows. And that sort of has been my, my niche, I suppose. That's become my genre. Um, but my true genre is that I love doing all sorts of music. Um, I believe music is connected purely to the spirit. And I love expressing, you know, myself, my love, my faith, everything through my gift of song.
0: Well, you know, every time you come on the telly for uh, you know, Christmas carols, you know, yeah. I, I know you sing like "Oh Holy Night and yeah. some of those beautiful songs. My wife goes, shush, honey, Sylvie's on. She's yeah. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we love seeing you on the Christmas carols. Oh, and I know, I know you do lots of performances. But you, you mentioned that, you know, it's a spiritual thing for you. Yeah. Uh, tell us about your faith journey. Uh, what, what do you believe in and, and how did you get into it? Well,
1: of course, I believe in, uh, in Jesus. I believe that he's the son of God and he is my salvation through his death. Um, and i i raised a Catholic, um, so my family uh, we were Catholics growing up and um, I suppose it was my mum and my second sister started going to um, i think they used to call it a charismatic church
0: yeah okay
1: okay so that 's where it all sort of <laughs> Started the seed was planted through there. I never went to that church, but obviously they came home and we talk, talk, talking about it. Um, and then after that, they started going to Evangelical Christian Church, and I started going to that church. But prior, just prior to that, I was in Sydney doing Miss Saigon, and I was working with these beautiful Filipino girls who are very much into their faith. And very outward and spoken spoken about it uh, all the time, you know. And um, I remember one of the girls playing a song called "More Than Wonderful." It's a Sandy Patty song. Okay. And uh, I'm a huge fan of Sandy Paddy now, but mm-hmm. he knows that. I'd never heard of her. And so she played me the song, and I remember just feeling this thing going on inside me. And I thought, wow, I want to know. I want to know more about this. God, that she was talking about in this song. Um, And I I suppose that's where it all began for me, and and that was in 1995. And since then, um, it's been a slow, gradual. Coming into God's presence for me. Um, on my part, uh, God was knocking on the door and I was opening the door. I always say I kept the fly screen closed, you know? <laughs> uh, the screen door was always closed. And uh, I was, I took that sort of plunge into my faith um, probably about, I'd say, close to 10 years ago. I was baptized and. Um, And, you know, I still struggle at times. This industry is a very difficult industry, Um, but I have a wonderful family and network of friends around me and a great church that I go to, uh, Essendon Baptist Church now. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving life.
0: And a while back I caught up with singer and performer Sylvie Palladino and I asked Sylvie to share a bit about her work alongside Marina Pryor. We're very
1: good friends, you know. Yeah? Yeah, we go back a long, long way.
0: Yeah, and you know, what a blessing it is to know that some of our best singers in our country, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, are shining a light for Jesus as well. Absolutely. Uh, It's so good to hear. Uh, And a part of your faith journey, you've recently uh, been named as an ambassador for Watoto Children's Choir, Watoto Watoto Children's Ministries. What an incredible ministry that is.
1: Oh, incredible.
0: And they sent you to Uganda. Tell us about that. They
1: did. Oh, I get chills just thinking about it, you talking about it. Um, Look, it it all sort of came about last year in July. I was approached about the choir, and I'd never seen the choir. And so they flew me to Adelaide. Uh, I'd missed their moment in Melbourne. So they flew me to Adelaide, and I went to see them in a small, little, humble church. And um, and these kids got up in in their African attire, and they had the most beautiful smiles. And they sang about their love for Jesus, and they gave their testimonies of, you know, how they came to be in Watoto. And for those of your listeners that don't know, Toto started out as an orphanage for children. Yeah. And um, so they, you know, they get children that parents have died, uh, mothers have died through childbirth. Um, uh, mothers have died through HIV, uh, which is, you know, rife in that region. Um, parents just abandon children. They mm. can't they can't feed them they can't make ends meet so they just abandon them on the side of the road and so Watoto have they started um, many years ago to to bring in children to this orphanage and um, so these children that I saw were giving testimonies and I remember one boy he was 13 years old and he talked about um, being walking with his mother and the Rebels came and they shot his mother and, um, and he was left alone. And I tell you, he was crying and I was hysterical in the front row of this concert. And when they asked me if I would be an Australian ambassador, I absolutely jumped at that opportunity. Um, I've always had a soft spot for Africans in general and children, um, my heart. And so I thought, yep, this is exactly what I want to do. So they they took me to Africa. And so not only are they uh, running the orphanage now that takes in children uh, from all different situations, they also take in premature babies. Um, it's incredible work what they're doing. And they keep them there till they're two years old. And then they send them to a village. They've created these these villages where they've had houses built, and they house eight children to each um, home, and they have a nominated mon- mother that lives with them and raises them as her own children. So these mothers, are they're either abandoned from their own village, or they have children that they've raised, and now they want to give back to the other children of Uganda. Uh, incredible things that they're doing. They have a school there. They have a church there. Um, the children are getting every opportunity to become great leaders of their nation. Um, they also have a program called Living Hope, which um, takes women that are HIV positive. Um, they are, most of the time, the women that are HIV are abandoned by their families uh, they don't want to know them. There's a real stigma that goes with being HIV, which I think is worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, but there they're not you know, helped by the government with medication or whatever. So they they die if they're not looked after. Um, Living Hope take them in, they give them medication. They teach them um, arts and crafts. So they make uh, clothing, they make handbags, Uh, They do jewel, make jewellery, beads, all that sort of stuff. They make honey, peanut butter. Um, They do all sorts of things and the women are paid for the job they do. Um, They then are sent out to, with that money, either rent a property where they can live because most of them prior to that are living on the street. Um, They can send their children to school if they have children. Uh, They're helping them to, to teach them to... Uh, start businesses and give them, you know, business sort of mind to to know how to do that. They're doing incredible, incredible work.
0: And a while back I caught up with well-known singer and performer Sylvie Palladino and I asked her to share about what she learnt from working alongside the children from the Watoto Children's Choir. I
1: suppose the main thing I learnt being there was that they don't want your pity. Yeah. Uh, they don't want a handout. They love that you're there supporting them. Um, but they are capable people that yeah. are doing, they are learning from, I suppose, the white man that comes there and mm-hmm. gives them ideas of how we do things. Um, but then they're taking those ideas and they're making them their own and they're, they're getting ahead themselves. They're, you know, they've made a, they've got a goat farm there that, um, feeds the children, they feed the milk of the goats to the babies because the goat's milk is the closest thing to mother's milk. So they're now running that farm themselves. Um, They have uh, another farm where they've got fruit and veg. They've got a a dam that was made by a group of Australians. But now they're running that and they're learning all about agriculture and all that sort of stuff. Um, Incredible work that they're doing, really. it um, They're an amazing, resilient... Uh, nation of people that are grateful for the smallest, smallest things.
0: Well, you know, Sylvia, I saw a church sign the other day that says we should live for a cause not for man's applause yes, absolutely. Uh, I thought that's a very clever sign but absolutely. you know it, it got me thinking you know every person should be supporting a cause mm. and uh, obviously you've picked watoto to be a cause that uh, you're gonna you know sow your life into and partner yes. with as an ambassador for them yeah and uh, I just hope and pray that many people find out about Watoto through uh, your platform that God's given you mm. uh, and uh, so what, so what are your plans are you gonna are you gonna you know tour with the Watoto you know, like... <laughs> Look, I
1: would love to. I would love to. I think I'd, I'd get in the way. I think. Don't yeah, you you'd rather have them sing the way they dance.
0: <laughs> yeah when they dance too. Oh, they can move those they're kids. Incredible.
1: But I'm um I'm doing their gala. They've got a couple of gala dinners. One's yeah. happening um in Sydney and one in Melbourne. Right. And you know anybody can go to that. So any of your listeners that are that are interested, they can go to um the Watoto website yep. and all the details are on there. So I'm going to be at that. I will definitely go to some of the concerts that they're doing when they come out in May. And I would ideally, I would love to be able to sing with them. Yeah. You know, get a song and, you know, work it with them. I worked with a choir, one of the church choirs over there, and uh, they are naturally gifted with a beautiful sound and amazing ears, the way they harmonise together, and their spirit is what um, touches you the most, I think.
0: Well, Sylvie, I reckon you're a history maker. It's been wonderful to hear from you today and we pray that the Lord continues to open up doors for you in uh, you, all the areas that you're working in with and uh, God bless all the WatoDo kids all around the world, wherever they're travelling. Uh, they're that. an amazing bunch. So uh, thanks for joining us today, Sylvie Palladino.
1: Thanks for having me, Matt. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.